You got equal amounts? All right. Well, there's a there's a gremlin. We've got a gremlin, Bear Nation. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> oh, good morning. I'm Bear from the Internet. You probably already know that. Uh, you know what to do. Do the YouTube thing. Subscribe. Ring the little bell icon especially if you're one of those 40% of people who watches the show but isn't subscribed. I don't I don't know what to make of you. Um, I already have feds. I don't need more. I'm good. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love and uh, leave a comment for the algorithm. Good morning to everybody in the chat. Nostradamus 5 by 5 I love this unspoken agreement that myself and Nostradamus have. I'm going to go live. And he, she, it is going to let me know that my video and audio is good every time. It's phenomenal. They do it, I really appreciate it. It's there's like. There's nine people that are here for the audio check. Yeah, 100%. I get concerned if I'm like 30 seconds into a brief already and I haven't seen Nostra Dumbass. I'm like, are they okay? Is, well, do I need to pray for them? What's going on? Um, as always, the bro, uh, the bro, the show is brought to you by. That, yeah, the bros are also brought to you by, by Yah. Get right. Get on your knees. Confess. Repent. Teshuva. Get covered by the blood. Uh, the show is brought to you by Refuge Medical, of which I am the primary show for Refuge Medical because I had the audacity to start this company in my barn four years ago. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now because we have a limited number of these and um, <laughs> we have a limited number of these. This is a leather pouch branded with the Refuge logo made by Justin Nazarene Leather Co. Same people that make the pouches for uh, the Pathfinder School. And yeah, it's got a little wooden toggle. It's got brass snaps for your belt. And inside of here, if I open this up, inside of here, I have a slick kit right here, ready to go as well as the soft tea tourniquet. That's the smaller pouch, the woodsman. This is the larger pouch, the forester. And it also comes with some brown paracord if you want to swap out the paracord to something that's, you know, less bright. But red is a big thing that we do with our kits. Same thing, same belt loop, real leather made by a brother and sister, brass belt snaps, wooden toggle. Pop this open. And inside of here, I have a pocket from Refuge Medical and a cat tourniquet. Uh, I strongly anticipate that these are going to be gone before we blink. So I just say, you know, never say I didn't warn you. RefugeMedical.com. We'll talk more about those later in the show. Okay. Okay, Bear. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Bob. If you're playing bingo at home, Bob's here. So get ready to... The, get ready to check your Bob Crashes the Brief box on your bingo card. Dude, I have my bingo card up. You have your bingo? I don't think you can play the bingo. You're part of the, the company. Only the real ones have the bingo card. <laughs> it exists in places. Today we're going to talk about uh, New Mexico and the Second Amendment. We're going to talk about Biden's impeachment. And we're going to talk about how the left is literally using the term civil war. And we're going to talk about Elon Musk in Ukraine, because 
or Elon Musk's opinions on Ukraine, I should say. Because <sighs> I like it when the guy who's working on a way to connect your brain directly to a computer also has commentary on what will likely become the Black Swan event that gets us in the World War III. So, you know, stuff. Bear Independent Brief, 18 September 23. Um, yeah. It's Monday. Let's do this. Let's power through, Bear Nation. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham issued an order on 8 September to temporarily suspend the right to carry firearms in certain public areas, to which we all, we pause, we take a moment, and we say in unison, kiss my hairy white ass. I didn't know what color it was going to be, so I was like... My ass is always white. It's whiter than this printer paper. It gets no sun. I do have native in me. It only comes out when I get sun on it. Hey, you got any German in you? I do. You want some? <laughs> uh, the order has led to several legal challenges. So now she, Michelle Lujan Grisham, has just amended her temporary gun ban to only include public parks and playgrounds. Hey, sweetheart, I got news for you. If I'm awake, I'm carrying a weapon. And if I decide to go to a playground uh, with my family, I'm carrying a weapon. And you might think to yourself, wow, that's a little extreme. Mm, I have two brothers who were, uh, their families were approached by a vehicle that was shopping for kids. And suffice it to say, they got within arm's range of these bad people, alerted authorities, and uh, they got rolled up. Because we don't take too kindly to people hurting children here at Bear Camp, and we definitely don't take kindly to people hurting our children. Grisham said that the order was amended, quote, to be focused now on no open or concealed carry in public parks or playgrounds where we know we've got the highest risk of kids and families. Do you know in order to get a concealed carry permit, I have to undergo a background check and be fingerprinted? Do you think I'm the one leading to gun violence? You moron. Negative. She issued this public health order for cities and counties that have over 1,000 crimes per 100,000 residents per annum. For those doing the math, that means statistically you have a 1 in 100 chance of being involved in a crime in a place like that, which is why population density matters. And with cities also needing to have had 90 firearm-related emergency department visits per 100,000 residents. Fortunately, several individuals and groups have sued, and on Wednesday, a federal judge, U.S. District Judge David Urias, David Urias, dude, dude, this guy reading Second Kings, what's going on? It's like oil and water, you can't put David and Uriah together. Dude, Uriah's going to get pincushioned because Bathsheba is a hottie, and David had lust issues, and he saw her from a window and was like, Hey, whose wife is that? And his guy's like, oh, that's Uriah's wife. He goes, cool, send him to the front lines. There's a 100% chance that this guy has a lady problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, U.S. District Judge David Urias agreed that the order was a violation of the Constitution of the United States. Thank you, David Urias. Urias said in his decision, quote, Although the state of New Mexico raises important safety concerns, at this stage it fails to demonstrate that the public safety concerns overcome the public's interest in preventing constitutional violations. End quote. Can we just have a judge not, just to cut the bullshit, be like, 
Somewhat. <laughs> yeah. It, so have you uh so one of our guys over here said, Can we just have a judge that it's just like, yeah, dumb law? No. Have you ever been, I don't know what made me think of this, maybe I'm hungry, to um a Brazilian barbecue restaurant and they have the little metal or wooden cylinder that's just green on one side and red on the other. Red means I'm taking a break. Green means keep bringing me meat. Yep. That That's all it should be on on top of the, the judge's desk. It's just red or green. Yep. That's it. Don't say a word. Click red. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Yeah. Don't even tell them the issues that you have with it. Let them figure it out on their own. Let's bring it back to gladiator days where he just holds his thumb up and it's like, so <laughs> I, I think, honestly, we should get back to having champions. Not that they're my champions, but for example, right now, the Republicans and the Democrats in the House and the Senate, imagine that, are, are having yet another tiff. Cool. Elect a champion. Put one in the ring. Yeah. Put it like, I don't know, pick a football stadium. Unless there's blood, you guys don't I, actually care. That's, there is no covenant without blood. Right? right? No so... Like, you know, we put all the, the blue hair liberals on that side and we put all the flannel wearing bush light drinking rednecks on this side and just go, just go. We, we get the dude from the UFC, Big John, right, to get in there and referee it and just boom, have at it. Could you imagine, I dude, I would pay a $1,000 pay-per-view to see Trump fight Biden. A hundred percent. Tactic squirrel, two may enter, one may leave. But I mean, it's already bred in circuses. Let's actually make it circuses. Like, actually, right? We'll take our political prisoners, of which we have, and throw them in there with some lions and just be like, hey, man. Yeah, all of them. All of them. I would I so I actually think like everybody that showed up at January 6th they could take some lions. Yeah. There was a lot of them. There was a lot of dudes. Put them out on the field, you let half a dozen lions out and then like I think the humans are coming out on top of it. Me too. We're I, gonna have some bodies. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you, have you not seen what white women will do to animals? They'll just like caress the lions into That's yeah. true. That's true. So think about like Black yeah, Friday. Like, if <laughs> If uh, if people will beat the shit out of each other for flat screen TV on sale, I definitely think this will work. Yeah. My strategy, just so we're all on the same page, is I'm picking up the person next to me and using them as a weapon. Yep. Battering ram, you know, rip a leg off, use it as a club. I'm just looking for purple hair. You got purple hair. I'm snatching you up by the... I was going to tie two sections of purple hair together to make uh, human nunchucks. Non binary chucks. You've heard of the binary trigger. This is the non binary. We are trigger. super off the rails. Who gives a shit? We had binary uh, <laughs> Democratic Attorney General Raul Torres wrote in a letter quote, I encourage you to engage in a more thoughtful and deliberative process with members of the New Mexico legislature, rather than taking unilateral action that infringes on the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens, end quote. Additionally, two Republican state representatives even called for her impeachment over what they say was her violation of oath to her state and the nation. So I would agree with that. 
one thing that uh, I've been noticing in the wake of this New Mexico Second Amendment bull honky is a lot of people, uh, I guess I guess they're people, a lot of uh, blue checks on Twitter, which is now X, which bad branding. If you have to say X, formerly known as Twitter, that's bad branding. You shouldn't have to explain it. Comma. A lot of these liberal blue checks have all been saying essentially the same thing, saying that a national health emergency does not trump the United States Constitution. Well, that's odd, considering, I don't know, the last three years or so, and considering that they're already planning on pandemic 2.0. And it makes me wonder, just spitballing here, it makes me wonder if Trump becomes reelected, if they turn and point to him and say, this is the guy that implemented Operation Warp Speed. This was, um, he planted the seeds for what became the pandemic. He's the one who said, it's a beautiful vaccine. Beautiful. Believe it. Trust me. The best vaccine. The best vaccine. We, have the, we have the best doctors. Operation we have the best vaccination people. Operation Warp Speed. Believe it. It's tremendous. And they're going to point at him. Maybe. I'm not saying. But I could see this happening, given their new stance that emergencies do not outweigh constitutional rights. They're going to point back to him and go, you know, all that stuff that we did during the pandemic, it was all downstream of that guy. He's the reason that so many people got vaxxed and got injured. He's the reason that you had to watch grandma die on Zoom instead of go see her in the hospital. He's the reason the economy fell apart. He's the reason because I'm on record on X, formerly known as Twitter, saying that national emergencies do not trump constitutional rights. Even David Hogg. I know. Even I David know. Hogg. Right? And so it just makes me wonder. And one could argue, well, that's that's not three-dimensional thinking. It's four-dimensional thinking. But you're considering one follow-on effect, not multiple follow-on effects. I also think that a lot of times we give the big they, the big they, them, uh, too much credit. Well, they're, they're playing eight-dimensional chess. I'm not even sure if they know what checkers are. I think in many cases, they're more that there's a cadre up top, the top 300 people or so that are calling the shots, and everybody else is simply reacting. They fall in lockstep because they understand implicitly that that's their job, is to fall in lockstep and perpetuate the narrative. But they're reactionary. They're not being proactive. So I don't think that the vast majority of those blue check people – are in on the big secrets. I think they're just, mm, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're just leveraged to perpetuate the narrative. But I find it interesting that they're all saying now, <clears throat> yeah, um, emergencies do not outweigh constitutional rights, which I agree with and have always agreed with, which is why I told you exercise your no muscle and whatever you tolerate, they will embrace. The rats are eating themselves, says Fluster Cluck Farms. I hope so. Back to the brief. Speaking of impeachment, the impeachment probe into President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. asterisk has been recently announced. CNN journalist, air quote journalist, Stephen Collinson described that, quote, it felt like more of an inevitable consequence of America's diseased politics than a, thun a constitutional thunderclap, end quote. A president can be impeached for, quote, treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors, end quote, according to the Constitution. 
While the provision was intended to provide protection against the abuse of immunity that may be wielded by a king, it appears now to be reduced to something of a political gimmick, given what we've seen during the Trump presidency and now the Biden question mark presidency. To abcnews.com. Now, again, whenever you're reading any bit of information, you always consider the source. And so this is ABC News. They have said a lot of things in this article that I don't agree with at all. However, after doing a quick Google search this morning, oh my gosh, Barry, you use Google? You should use DuckDuckGo. You should use the Tor browser. You should... This was the most recent article that popped up uh, in the, let's be frank, the four or so minutes of research I did before the brief started. House Republicans are in a, quote, civil war amid Biden impeachment probe and looming shutdown, according to House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries, who argued on Sunday that his Republican colleagues are, quote, in the middle of a civil war over the best way forward amid a newly launched impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden, an ongoing spending fight and another looming shutdown of the federal government. Shut it all down, bro. Shut it all down. This is, there's an argument to be made that we keep spending money, which by the way, is make-believe. Our money's no longer backed by anything of any value. It's by, it's backed by your faith and the fact that you are federally mandated to accept it as money. (laughs) That's it. It's not gold. It's not silver. Uh, One could argue, and it was argued for a long, a long time that no, it's backed by, uh, it's the U.S. petrodollar. It's backed by oil. Maybe. And then the argument has also been made. It's backed by U.S. military power and our ability to project force around the world. And so is it still backed by that? Question mark. And if it is backed by oil, does that help explain why certain facets of our society are pushing really, really hard to do away with carbon emissions and fossil fuels? Which, by the way, interesting. Do you know the minimum number of parts per million of CO2 required for plant life to grow? 150 parts per million CO2 in order for plants to grow. Do you know what the current CO2 level is? Parts per million. 150. But we got to reduce our carbon emissions or else we're all going to die. Hey, hey, vegans, (laughs) what are you going to (laughs) eat? Just, just asking. Um, Hey, uh, like they asked a, a Senate Judiciary Theory or something like that. Like, what it was the person who decided carbon emissions, right? They were like the dudes who got to make the decisions, this board. And he's like, hey, just so that everybody's on the same page, could you go ahead and tell me what is an acceptable percentage of carbon in the atmosphere? And they're like, I'm going to have to get back to you with that statistic. Yeah. And he's like, okay, next one. What's the acceptable? And they're like, well, and he's like, no, no, no. Do you know the number? No, I didn't know the number. Five people on this board. Mm-hmm. By the way, guys, it's 2%. Okay. Do you know what we're at right now? And they're like, no. He goes, 2.0000.12%. Yep. And they're like, what? He goes, this is what we're freaking out about. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a show. So back to, uh, back to ABC News. Quote, civil war has the following attributes. Chaos, dysfunction, and extremism. Um, listen, Hakeem, it's got a lot of other attributes in addition to that as well. Uh, like 
people slaughtering each other in the streets, uh, families being split over political ideology, war. See, war is part of the civil war part of the conversation. Um, balkanization, external and internal influence, espionage, <clears throat> ISR, um, guerrilla actions. Yeah. <laughs> Economic collapse. But back to what Hakim said, quote, civil war has the following attributes, chaos, dysfunction, and extremism. The House Republican civil war is hurting hardworking American taxpayers and limiting our ability to be able to solve problems on their behalf. Uh, shut up. So partisan politics, the left is blaming the right, the right is blaming the left on the looming uh, coming federal shutdown, which I'm all for. And this is not the first time they've done this. It won't be the last time they do this. Every time there's the threat. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, every time there is the threat of a looming government shutdown, they whip out this left versus right uh, narrative. So this is this the one that was sent by um, the 12th C? I don't know. I think it is. This is one of the bear bingo cards that one of y'all made. 12C. 12C? 12C? Yeah. So, you know, you make one comment on a brief in passing, and then the Bear Nation just starts making uh, starts making bingo cards. Saw hops in the chat, 40% not subscribed. Power grid story longer than two minutes. Do the things. Ice cream grandpa, tourniquet check. Bear suggests a video for homework. The big they, Russian accent. Bear gives real world homework. Announcement of another life saved with refuge kits. Bear schwack someone's PP in the chat. Five by five. Andy Frizzella. Bear tells a funny story longer than five minutes. German accent. Salty bear. Quote, nobody watches on Rumble. Bob shows up midstream. Bear takes a pee break. Asterisk. I love it. That's phenomenal. Asterisk. I was, I was surprised there wasn't a comma. Yeah. <laughs> asterisk and... Prepper glass room, live stream drops, stack room, live stream drops, stack food to the left, to the rafters, and new living bear translation. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead, for everybody who's playing along in the show, I'm going to give you one right now. Ah, uh, tourniquet right arm. Go. Bum, bum, bum. da 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 Bum, da 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 Everybody's doing it here. So you're not doing it, you're laying. Yep, that's a good point. If you're at home not tourniqueting your right arm right now. Oh, the soft tea, man. There we go. Got it. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Back to the article. Boop, doop, doop. The House has only cleared one of 12 appropriation bills. So far, the House Democrats have voted against the GOP funding bills since the conference marked the bills at levels lower than the spending caps agreed on by McCarthy and Biden in the debt limit deal <coughs> in June. <laughs> um. Oh, you don't like my Michael Jackson sneeze? <laughs> so, 
many moons ago, like when I first started dating my wife, I had this big, vicious sneeze, and she looked at me kind of half afraid, half appalled. And I don't know why, out of nowhere, I just added a Michael Jackson hee-hee to it, <laughs> just for fun, and it stuck. It, it broke the tension. Yeah. On yeah. <laughs> 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 um, quote this week, which apparently is a show on the television that I'm guessing nobody watches because I've never heard of it, Jeffries addressed the new impeachment inquiry into Biden with McCarthy claiming, quote, a culture of corruption around the president, which the White House calls baseless. This is uh, the predominant reason I'm reading this article because of this narrative. Quote, there are no facts on record to suggest that President Biden, asterisk, there you go, check that box, engaged in impeachable offenses. There are no facts on the record to suggest that President Biden broke the law in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. No facts on the record. Well, let's just go ahead and get them on the record. Whose record? Yeah, whose record? Because um, there's lots of facts that they don't suggest. They prove that Biden <laughs> broke the law on multiple occasions and that the reason that Hunter Biden got his position on the board of Burisma Holdings, which coincidentally happens to be located in Ukraine, coincidentally happens to be an energy company, and coincidentally, Nord Stream 1 and 2 just happened to blow up early on in the Ukrainian war, which coincidentally drove down Russia's ability to provide energy to Europe, coincidentally. Um, yeah, Russian build quality. Yeah, sure, that's what it was. Uh, all, all these coincidences just happen to take place. And then you have the fact that there are multiple recorded phone calls of Hunter Biden saying, I am sitting next to my father right now, and he would be very unhappy. The big guy. The big guy. <laughs> AI. Ch chat GPT and AI. Sure. Let's see. And so, you know, I could read all this ABC News article, but my right arm is going numb from this tourniquet, and I don't feel like dealing with their propaganda anymore. The point is that the left are still carrying on with this narrative of that there are no provable incidences of Joseph Rod Robinette Biden Jr. breaking the law as president of the United States of America. Uh, let's agree to disagree, yeah. like pretty much everything else that you have as a talking point. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Ray Charles could see that one, buddy. Mm. Deal Hemingway. Very independent. If we all en masse refuse to register and to vote, what would happen nationally? The Democrats would win because they already have a huge ballot harvesting campaign going on. I'm taking this tourniquet off. It's working great. <laughs> there we go. High and tight. Oh, soft tea. Oh, blood flow. Who's smoking crack right now? Hunter Biden? 100%. Patriot Plumber. What's up, bro? My arm feels like it's been sitting on the toilet too long watching Bear Independent. Somebody earlier was like, I'm pooping, so I died. <laughs> so if you're pooping and get shot in the left arm at the same time, that's pretty bad. That's a bad way to go. <clears throat> what else we got? Let's see. I got a I got one more article from RT. We'll look at that briefly. <laughs> Fair independent, can you explain turn the other cheek? Yeah, I've explained that on video multiple times. This is not a Q&A. This is a brief, but I guess this one's important enough that I will. Like what video would they go watch? Uh, I don't know. Wait, 
all of them. Um, I've addressed this uh, at least on the Patreon live streams on Thursday night a dozen times. Here's the deal. Turn the other cheek. Turn the other cheek and see this is, man, modern-day Christians don't read the Old Testament, so they don't understand the myriad references. There are 66,000-plus cross-references between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And so when Messiah says, hey, turn the other cheek, what he's referring to is the prophet, the man of Elohim, Micah, a.k.a. Mikiyahu. And in a nutshell, <clears throat> the house of Israel and the house of Judah <clears throat> are deciding if they should go to war together. And the king of Judah says to the king of uh, Israel, because two houses now, they're separated. He says, hey, uh, it's cool that your, all your false prophets said that we should go to war. Do you actually have a man of Elohim here? And the king of Israel says, yeah, I do. But he, New Living Bear translation, check that box. He says, uh, he says I got a guy, but everything that he says to me is not what I want to hear. So I don't talk to him very much. And so the king of Judah says, get him. And so a runner goes to Mikiyahu, to Micah. And he says, hey, look, the kings are deciding on whether or not they should go to war. Everybody already told them, yeah, we should go to war. So it's probably in your best interest when you get there, just be like, yep, let's go to war too. So Mickey Yahoo's like, all right. So they go. And they're standing in assembly, these two kings and all of their henchmen and all these false prophets. And the king of Judah says to Mickey Yahoo, all right, bro, should we go to war? And he goes, yeah, sure, whatever, sounds good. And the king of Israel says, wait a minute, you never tell me what I want to hear. He goes, you want to hear what I actually have to say? And he said, and the king of Judah pipes in and goes, yeah, I want to hear what you actually have to say. And he goes on this tirade, you fools, you idiots that you would go to war. You're going to spend the lives of every man here in a useless cause. This cause is not ordained by Elohim, the Lord, our God. And this is absolutely the pride and egos of men. And you should not go to war. <clears throat> And one of the false prophets walks up to Mickey Yahoo and smacks him across the face. It says, don't speak to the king that way. And Mickey Yahoo turns the other cheek and says, I will only speak what Yahuwah my Elohim, the Lord my God, has told me to speak. And so turn the other cheek doesn't mean be a pussy. It means in the face of adversity, possibly to the point of death, that you do not capitulate on your testimony, that you speak what Yah told you to speak, not what people want to hear. That's what turn the other cheek means. That's why it's so important that you read all of the word for context, not just the parts that we're highlighting on Sunday this week. <clears throat> Holly H, why am I getting ads during your live stream? You can thank YouTube for that. There's literally nothing I can do about it. They changed the way that they do live streams about a week ago, and I'm just as unhappy about it as you are. You're welcome, J556. Uh, let's see. Elon Musk and Ukraine. Musk agrees from RT, RussiaToday.com. Musk agrees that Ukraine's counteroffensive has failed. Kyiv has lost more than 71,000 troops since early June while failing to gain any substantial ground, according to Moscow. Ukrainian troops have suffered colossal losses during Kyiv's counteroffensive while achieving almost no results, Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has said. Writing on X, formerly Twitter, on Sunday, 
The U.S. tycoon commented on a post by investor and entrepreneur David Sachs, who shared an article by analyst David Pine, stating that, quote, Ukrainian territorial gains from their much-vaunted counteroffensive are so minuscule they can barely be seen on a map. Musk appeared to agree with this assessment, writing, so much death for so little. The message by Sachs, blah, 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 blah. Russian officials have repeatedly said that despite numerous attempts to breach Moscow's defenses, Ukrainian troops have failed to gain any substantial ground. President Vladimir Putin recently provided an estimate of Kyiv's losses at more than 71,000 troops, 543 tanks, and nearly 18,000 armored vehicles of various types. Mark Milley, General Mark Milley, the outgoing chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, predicted in an interview with CNN on Sunday that a quick end to the conflict is unlikely, adding that Kyiv's goal of regaining all of the territory is considered its, that it considers its own is a very high bar. <clears throat> Why do I bring that up? Who cares? It's over there. It's Ukraine. There's two reasons why it's on my radar. The first is econ economically and supply chain. That war is being funded with your taxpayer dollars. It's not likely to end anytime soon. And it's not entirely clear that the Ukrainians are going to pull this off. I, well, I'm, I'm not thinking so either based upon the data. We also, again, have to consider the source. Of course, Russia today is going to say that Russia is doing better than Ukraine, right? But all analysts are having a very hard time with this conflict getting actual data, real data, sifting through the propaganda, because it's all propaganda. It's either U.S. propaganda or Russian propaganda. And you could make the argument, well, the, the Ukrainians and the boots on the ground. Yep. But in a lot of that analysis that I've seen that's been done using um, open source images and video that's been air quote leaked <clears throat> in a lot of that analysis people can't even tell the difference between the russians and the ukrainians it's very difficult to tell who's winning who's losing what's happening so if this war keeps going it's going to take more and more taxpayer dollars I don't know if you remember back to 15 minutes ago in the brief where we were talking about a government shutdown due to a lack of funding. You can't get blood from a stone. How many times are you going to squeeze the U.S. economy and expect to continue to have $100 bills fall out of it? The American people are suffering. Uh, Bob was telling me last week that the by the numbers economically, we are in a worse position now than we were during the Great Depression. And we're trying to fund a war overseas. So the economic impacts, and to a lesser extent, at least for me, the supply chain impacts um, are a big deal. Supply chain meaning, I don't know if you know this, but we at Refuge Medical are in a constant battle to stay in stock on everything. From gauze to tourniquets to decompression needles to nasal pharyngeal airways to chest seals to duct tape. Everything. Because uh, DLA, Defense Logistics Agency, is buying up a ton of it and has been for a couple of years because of Ukraine and because a lot of purchasing was not done during the COVID years. And so that spilled over into now. They're trying to get their stockpiles back up to where they were pre-COVID because consumption was ongoing even when ordering was not. So that affects me and therefore y'all directly. The other reason that I'm concerned about it, notice I didn't say worried. I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm not biting my nails about it. The other reason I'm concerned about it is if this war grows in its scope, 
I'm no longer a military age male. And unless a draft is instituted, I'm probably not going to have to go over there and fight. But a lot of people that I love are military age males. And I can't come up with a great reason why we need to be spilling American blood in Europe again for the third time in 104 years. That shit's retarded to me. So I don't like it for those reasons. And if this escalates to the point where we have to commit U.S. troops, I have a real hard time, myself introspectively, supporting that. So we can go fight the Russians? I'm not saying that the Russians have legitimate claims or don't have legitimate claims to Ukraine. I'm not saying that Ukrainians don't have a right to self-governance like we do here in the United States of America. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and territorial sovereignty. They do. I am saying that that fight doesn't seem to be our fight. And the reason that we are there in the first place is because of the Biden regime. And I have a really hard time with a single American spilling a drop of blood over there for that. <clears throat> Torah Bob must be watching from the beginning. LOL, non-binary nunchucks. Yep. <laughs> there are a lot of U.S. already in Poland. I know quite a few. Yeah, me too, Patriot Plumber. Me too. And so we are, the U.S. is building up for war or at least pre-positioning pieces on the chessboard in case of war in Eastern Europe. And that's, uh, that's concerning to me, especially when we look at, like I said, the economic indicators, they're not good. They're not good. And the old, uh, I was just going to say the old war is good for the economy trick. I don't know how many times that's going to work. <laughs> so. That's the uh, brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to talk about how to support the show and the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat, beat, skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Market, 1,581 people. I bet you we don't stay above 1,200 when we get into the value exchange. That's all right. I am 35. Am I? Yeah, you're at the edge of the precipice. 18 to 35, generally speaking. Uh, let's see on Patreon this morning and links are in the description for all this stuff here on YouTube and on Patreon. What up, Oak? What's up, Oak? Patreon this morning, we talked about good guys and mags, mutual assistance groups. Is it enough to just be a good guy? You might find my answer interesting. It's on Patreon this morning. Patreon is a prepper consultancy. You pay me a, you know, a small stipend per month and I answer your questions. And more than that, the community on Patreon is excellent. The, as Saul likes to say, there are gold bars in the comments and there are. So it's a, it's a really good value exchange over there on Patreon. It also serves as a secondary platform if slash when YouTube loses their shit here and shuts me down. I'll still be over there on Patreon. RefugeMedical.com. Buckets for bobs. Every bucket you buy this month, wound care bucket, surgical bucket, postpartum bucket, birthing bucket, each bucket is a chance to win 
a custom bug out bag from Refuge Medical. Well over $1,000 in gear. There's also a jelly bean launcher that has been generously donated by a local jelly bean uh, connoisseur that will be transferred to your FFL that is included in the giveaway as well. So it's like well over $1,500, maybe closer to $2,000 uh, in prizes. And the way you get entered is you purchase a bucket, any one of those buckets. I was looking through the orders yesterday, and there's a guy in Kansas. Shout out to the guy in Kansas. I was looking at what this guy ordered. He had, I think it was 57 different things on his order. This guy is building a clinic. Good job. It's awesome. I saw the size of the order, and I was like, what the hell? And so I went in and looked on the Shopify app. I'm like, oh, this guy's making a, he's making a clinic. He's got surgical buckets, wound care buckets, baby buckets. He's got uh, suction devices, surgical kits, gauze, you know, quick clot, Olay's bandages. I'm like, this guy's building a clinic. That's awesome. Yep. You see, see the order? Yep. Awesome order. And so, you know, if that's you, mazel tov. We got everything you need. If that's not you, you need a gauze pack. We have that too. Everything at Refuge Medical is HSA and FSA eligible. We have saved 90 lives to date that we are aware of. In addition to the 13 lives saved by Project Tribute, which is a nonprofit foundation here in Oklahoma that we have partnered with to provide first aid kits to law enforcement emergency services all throughout the state at no cost to them. And so it's just amazing what... Uh, some blood, sweat, and tears, and some vision can do because four years ago, I was doing this alone in my barn. And now, because the father's badass, we're on four continents electively with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. W2F, no funeral bucket available yet. Are you talking about the body bucket? I wouldn't know anything about the body bucket, Brian. Um, they're definitely not going to launch a body bucket at some point. That'd be, that'd be insane. We would never do something like the body bucket. And then, as I showed you in the opening of the brief, in limited quantities, leather kits. These are gorgeous leather kits. Link in the description, also on Patreon. And yes, on Patreon, your promo code works. So there are two of them. The smaller one is the Woodsman. The larger one's the Forester. Okay? These are handmade. Hand sewn leather pouches from Just the Nazarene Leather Co. They're the same people that do the pouches for the Pathfinder School in Ohio. They've got brass snaps on them, so you can affix them to a belt. I will be putting one of these on my falling harness. It's going to be awesome. Plus, it's called the Woodsman, you know? So you've got snaps here for closure. Four of them. Super cool. And, uh, you know, if you're into bushcrafting or motorcycles or felling timber, or you need something that looks a little bit more executive rather than ballistic nylon, I would recommend the leather pouches. They're super classy. You've got this wooden toggle here, and then it's got a paracord closure that pulls through. We've included brown paracord as well. If you don't want the contrasting red, we like the red because, you know, we're into safety. But if you're going to be out in the woods or something, you just don't like the look of it. There's a piece of brown paracord and a little plastic pouch in the bottom of here as well. You can swap that out. Wooden toggle. Open this up. 
And inside of here, I have a soft tee tourniquet, like the one that I just put on my arm moments ago. One of the top two committee on TCCC recommended windless tourniquets and a slick kit. And the slick kit is vacuum sealed, right? So dirt, rain, mud, snow, ice, not a thing. And in here, I've got two chest seals, one package of Z-fold combat gauze, one pair of gloves, one uh, four-inch flat emergency trauma dressing, and flat duct tape as well. So massive bleeding airway, respiratory, good to go with it. And it's a, just a little compact thing that you can wear on your bushcrafting belt or hang on your motorcycle or throw in your executive backpack or hang on your timber felling harness, which is what I'm going to do. And it's real leather. This is not faux leather. It will age and get even cooler looking over the years. And it is branded with the Refuge Tree of Life. I've had several people ask, what is the logo and what does it mean? That's the tree of life. That's what you're grafted into. Read Romans 11. And then the larger kit, the Foster. Now, you might be asking, but how big are they? Well, here's a bear fact next to the larger kit. So the larger kit is about the size of a bear fact. The smaller kit is about the size of a bear minimum. Same all-leather construction, snaps, Justin Nazarene Leather Co., Got the Refuge logo branded in down here. Same swappable paracord closure, same wooden toggle. Pop this open. And then in here, I have a pocket made in USA. Oh, these are all made in USA. They're also guaranteed forever. Also, if you use the contents of this kit to save a life, I will replace them at no cost to you like every other kit. Also, if you break it, I will replace it at no cost, no questions asked like every other kit. And so in here, I've got a Gen 7 cat tourniquet and the pocket. I pull the pocket out. And in here, I've got a Sharpie. I've got combat gauze. I've got compressed gauze, chest seals, nasal pharyngeal airway, flat duct tape, emergency trauma dressing, gloves, massive bleeding airway, respiratory circulation of the March algorithm. Good to go. And it's got the side handle on this so you can pull it right out of the pouch. So big shout out to the patrons who we've been uh, prototyping with for what, three months, Bobo? Yeah. About three months to get these right. And they are here and they are available in limited quantities. These would make a phenomenal gift. The holiday season is coming. If you have somebody in your life that you want to have an IFAC, but maybe isn't into ballistic nylon, leather. Okay, so links in the description. Can you tell them where the cows are from? Uh, I think the cows are from the United States as well. The cows are also from the United States. They are, okay. So we got, it's like, all, same thing as the origin thing, it's just the whole way through. Factory blockchain yep. from the cows in the field to you, all American. Uh, if you're into ballistic nylon, bear facts are in stock. They're shipping fast, as is everything else in the store refugemedical.com. If it says in stock, that means it's under my roof and I will ship it to you immediately. Not I'm waiting for it to come in on a truck and end or I will drop ship it to you. That's not how we do business. We hold our own inventory. We sell out of our inventory. When we don't have it in inventory, it goes out of stock. So if you see it on the website, it says in stock, that means I own it. It's under my roof. We'll ship it immediately. Okay, cool. So 
Y'all check that out. Refuge Training is in Kansas today, I believe. Doing a, Is that a private class? Yeah, it is. It's a private class they're doing in Kansas today. We have public classes coming up in Pecola, Oklahoma, which is near Fort Smith, Arkansas. It's uh, no more than four hours in any direction from a major airport, closer to two for uh, Tulsa and Fayetteville, XNA. And if you want to, you can fly directly into Fort Smith. So that's a thing to consider. Uh, or you can drive. A lot of people drive. So check it out. And um, come to class. Don't be an ass. Learn the fine art of how to not die. It is actual life-saving training. Lots of people who have come to class have been able to bless somebody else with the skills and knowledge that they learned in class. We've had several lives saved by people who have attended class. Um, we've had lots of people render aid and intervene in motor vehicle accidents who have come to class, including everybody sitting in this room currently. So it's, it's a skill set that goes with you for life. Skills weigh nothing and they go with you everywhere. And so I understand a lot of people look at the cost and they say, well, that's expensive. Yeah, maybe compared to a lot of other trainers out there. But the first thing to understand is we include a training kit that other people don't. So there's a hidden cost to other people's classes. You have to bring a training kit. If you bring your own kit, you will destroy your own kit in training. And then you won't have a kit, which means you got to replace all that. So that's additional cost. So we include a training kit. And then the other thing is that it's an incredibly high value. So the price may appear high, but for what you get, it's actually very low. A common bit of feedback that we get when we've been getting for years in every class is at least one person on multiple occasions, several people, half a dozen or more have said, you don't charge enough for this class. I've had a lot of law enforcement, current and former, and a lot of military, current and former, take that class and say, this is the best training for medical I've ever been to. The 12th C conditioning said in the first hour, he came the two day essential responder. And he said, I got my money's worth in the first hour. And he's been in corrections. He's had training before he's been around people who have been stabbed. You know, he's like, this is I got my money in the first hour, everything beyond this is just a bonus. So it's the price point may be high comparatively, but the value is unheard of compared to anybody else training this stuff out there. And I know that because we've trained 3,500 plus people to date. A lot of them have been former action guys. And they've come to us privately or in front of the whole class and said, this is the best medical training that I'm aware of on the civilian side. This is incredible. Carl from Tactical Rifleman sat down one of our classes in Waco, Texas, and he said, I don't think you guys understand what you're getting here. 18 Delta Special Forces Medic. I don't think you understand what you're getting here. You can't get this anywhere else. If I could make every student who came to train at Tactical Rifleman take this class first, I would. That's high praise. So refugetraining.com, check that out. Speaking of training, Refuge Ruckus is coming up March 8th through 10th, 2024. That'll be in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Go to refugeruckus.com. 
If you want to come and ruck with us and raise money and awareness for anti-human trafficking, it is the first event that we are aware of that will be put on in the world specifically to wave a middle finger to people who are hurting children and to raise funds for anti-human trafficking. Are there galas? Yeah. Are there other fundraising events? Yeah. We're marching through downtown Fort Smith with rucksacks. There will be local and national media there. The closest I've seen is virtual. Yep. There's like an app. You, just, like, you can quietly walk by yourself. Mm -hmm. We will also have remote ruckers. If you cannot come to Fort Smith, Arkansas, you can get set up as a remote rucker. Uh, all of that info is at refugeruckus.com. And if you have any questions whatsoever, events at calebhouse.org is your email address. Events at Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. Speaking of Caleb House, calebhouse.org, you can go there, find out more about our ongoing anti-human trafficking missions. If you are so compelled by the spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh, to support us, there's an online giving portal there. If you're not compelled, bless you. I don't want a penny from you unless the spirit tells you to give it to us. I'm not here to shill to give you to get you to give me 10% of your paycheck. It's not what we're about. If the spirit moves you, there's an opportunity there to give at calebhouse.org. If it doesn't, mazel tov. Bless you. No hard feelings. Grindstoneministries.com swag. Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies. Our brother Rex's uh, The Real Dope shirt. Our brother Sauce Facts Not Feeling shirt. All of which are provided by our brothers and sisters at Sanctified Supply Co., and the proceeds of which go to support Caleb House. And we just had a big, awesome Caleb House fundraiser. And it was incredible. And we raised a significant amount of money. In context, what we were able to raise was 117th, 117th of what it's going to take to build and operate Caleb House, which is our juvenile restoration facility for human trafficking survivors. Now, book of Jeremiah, who amongst you shall not rejoice in your small beginnings? I am thankful for every dime and believe me when I tell you it matters. I have been spending an inordinate amount of my time lately at Caleb House actual pushing dirt digging in for subsurface utilities, working on drainage, um, getting the property ready so construction can begin. And that's awesome. We are 117th of the way there. Now, the God that I serve, it's, not, it's a non-factor for him. We've always gotten what we needed when we needed it. And so for those of y'all who have supported us during the restoration initiative thank you very much for those of y'all who support us monthly thank you very much we could not do this without you but we are literally just getting started 117th of the way there and i'll take it that's awesome way better than 100th or 1 1000th so bless y'all and lastly mooserunkoffee.com get the grindstone blend it's tremendous. It's good coffee. And a large portion of the proceeds goes to support what we do.
How much do we need? Old days. Great question. The target's $5 million. Target's $5 million. That's what it's going to take to build that place and what it's going to take to staff it and make it operational for a year while we implement the sustainability model. I've, it would be my, my goal, my ambition to never have to ask again for a dime. Uh, I'm not in that position right now. So, but you need a sustainability model. How do you keep this place up and running once it's up and running? And, you know, if the Bear Nation feels compelled to give, that's awesome. And who am I to weigh, who am I to get in the way of the Holy Spirit? But I don't want to feel like I need to ask over and over and over again. And so we need a sustainability model. And it's also really important to understand as far as my vision is concerned, once Caleb House is built and staffed and operational, we're not done. That's Caleb House 1. And then we're going to build Caleb House 2, and we're going to incorporate all the lessons learned from Caleb House 1. We'll build 2, and then 5, and then 23, and then 387 of them. And it is my goal to build these restoration facilities all across the United States of America and work ourselves out of a job. I would love it if 50 years from now, every one of those properties is sitting vacant because we don't need them anymore. Lofty goal. Cool. But somebody, somebody has to break these generational curses. Somebody has to push back against these abominations. Somebody has to put the kids back together again and make sure the bad shit happens to bad people. We know the government's not doing this. There are a lot of groups out there that say they are involved in the fight against human trafficking and they raise awareness. It's all they do. Somebody has to yote. Somebody has to do it. And I will be the first one to tell you, I had no interest in this three years ago. Was not on my radar. I mean, I knew about it, but I didn't care about it. I was not convicted about it. And then the father punched me in the head and said, you will do this. And I said, yes, sir. And here we are. So when we get the other 16 seventeenths of what we need for Caleb House One, it'll be built, it'll be functional, it'll be restoring people's lives. And then we're gonna start on building number two, facility number two. We're gonna keep going and we're gonna keep going and we're gonna keep going at a minimum until the last breath leaves my lungs. And hopefully what we do is important enough and resonates with enough people that it doesn't matter if I'm alive or not, it keeps going with or without me. So that's the, that's the drill on Caleb House. Tommy Guptill says, we're building all of them. Amen, brother. Yes, we are. We are building all of them. And the, the big thing to focus on here is we're not building buildings. We're rebuilding lives. The buildings are just a means to an end. They're just infrastructure. It's the people that we're rebuilding. I hope you all have an awesome day. I'm out of here. Bless you all. Shalom.